Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Welcome to Wrestle Culture. <clears throat> Please release me, let me go. It's actually really insensitive. That. <laughs> For you don't book me anymore to hit a dive or eat a pill. Release me and let me wrestle again. <laughs> Did you know he could sing? I did not. Know. I did not know you could sing. I still I don't sing. know. <laughs> that, was, that was pretty much on know that. Thanks very much. Wow. We need more Engelbert Humperdinck on this podcast. Always. I think. I'm Every, Will, everything in life does. I'm Adam Wilborn from What Culture. Joined by Phil James and Adam Cleary from What Culture to discuss all the goings on this week, or more likely it's today. Uh, and uh, yeah, just uh, have a bloody good time doing it, basically. But before we get into it, if you're a fan of this sort of thing, make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling on either iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from for daily wrestling. Podcast where we review Raw, SmackDown, NXT, Dubai, oh, AW Dynamite, AW Rampage, pay per views. We have interviews, round table discussions, and a round of the week complete with a Belinka quiz, of course, on WrestleCoach. As I said, though, joined by Phil and Cleary. And yes, apologies if that was slightly insensitive, the introduction, because, well, I'm trying to bring some lightness to a very dark day. Yeah. Uh, major news, obviously, breaking overnight. 18 wrestlers. Released by WWE, uh, Phil Chambers. Your reaction to this news, first of all. So I could just say, I thought you know, Phil Chambers, name them. <laughs> <laughs> the quiz begins now. Um, after, I mean, what else is there to say? It's just become commonplace this year with WWE. Seventy-one this year. You just kind of wake up and see it on Twitter, and you're like, oh, it's happened again. Yeah, GTA meme. Yeah. Um, yeah, it sucks. Keith Lee's gone. They're ridiculous. How they can't make that man an absolute star, I will never, ever know. Uh, like, so much of it doesn't really make any sense. It's it's just they've stockpiled these people for too long, and now they're seeing the repercussions of it, and it's just seemingly never-ending, this. Yeah, the full list. Just... I went on Twitter last night just before I went to bed. I thought I should do that by the way. Yeah, yeah it's a really bad idea. <laughs> yeah, I just genuinely shouldn't be really having your phone anywhere. Like if you get that blue screen light mm. in your eyes before you try and go to sleep, you actually sleep much worse. Uh, I'm big into self care now, by the way. I, I'm not. I'm having vitamin D supplements. I'm I trying saw to keep, your... Trying to keep my phone out of my bedroom and stuff. Like I just had a mindfulness clearing. Yeah, that's me. 
Just gonna just gonna try and get through the entire winter without wanting to jump with my window this year for a, <laughs> for a, for a treat. Yeah, so I saw Only Lorcan had been released, and I thought oh, that's a shame. I really liked Only Lorcan in old NXT and the new yeah. NXT. He'd just been used to lose well to people effectively, and then I suddenly thought, oh, it's one of those nights. Yeah. I didn't just think, oh, this is a rant. I thought very random just to s- release only Lorcan. And a couple of did, people... Sorry, did you think, oh, it's, I bet it's not only Lorcan. <laughs> very nice. Thank you very much. Uh, well, I spelt his name right, at least. Um, God. I spelt his name wrong on the release email. What was it called? They put only Lorcan with a K. A K, yeah. That's how much they care for their employees. And they put B-Fab on the NXT list because they didn't realise they'd brought her up to SmackDown. For God's sake. As I said this on the news, this one, this one arguably wound me up more than anything, and I don't know why. I can't work out why I'm more frustrated by this than anything else. Like, we've had wave after wave, as you said there, full of these, and they just, I think it was just on the, this is the straw that broke the camel's back, and as much as it was atrocious when they released wrestlers in the midst of a global pandemic, yeah. one could at least make the argument of like, we kind of don't know what's going to happen next, and they're just tightening their belts, despite the fact their belts have got record profits behind them. At this one, they're back to normal. They're touring, they're doing pay-per-views, they're going to Saudi Arabia, etc., etc. But yeah, the full list, Jesse Camille, Trey Baxter, Zayda Ramir, Jeet Rama, Oni Lorcan, Katrina Cortez, Frankie Monet, B. Fab, who, as you said, just got called up to the main roster. She's in the little video package for SmackDown tonight. Uh, Ember Moon, Grand Metalik and Lindsay Dorado, the only two I'm kind of happy about. Yeah, at least about. they've asked for their release. Because they before. were like, they were, they were singing the song that I was singing at the start <laughs> yeah. of the show. Uh, Mia Yim, Davy Boy Smith Jr., Eva Marie, Scarlett, Karrion Cross, Nia Jax, and of course Keith Lee. Sorry, can I just? They're the only two. Are you not happy about Keith Lee? Well, it's mixed emotions. I think I think uh, the only reason I'm happy about Grandmaster Lee and Lindsay Dorado is because they were desperate to leave. Whereas yeah. at least Keith Lee, it feels like I'm sure he'd be he's happy to be released from whatever that bearcat bollocks was, but at least he threw himself into it and weren't just like, yeah. wasn't just like that. And I think like, the best you could hope for for Keith Lee was to actually do amazing on the main roster in WWE. Like, it's a shame that he hasn't hit the heights that he definitely, my... definitely can hit. Less than two years since you and I, and all three of us, in fact, watched him at Survivor Series, Series 2019. Yeah. Oh, they're actually taking him seriously. Actually, oh my God, yeah. this is going to be great. Yeah. The thing about, right, the thing about Keith Lee, and again, I, this is Hamlet's take, not mine. Obviously, as you both aware, my news resolution was no takes, no no takes whatsoever. <laughs> um, take Just taking takes. There are going to be people <laughs> who are. Yeah, there are people who are going to look at anybody's career and think, well, unless you went on a headline WrestleMania, unless you were a top draw for WWE for years and years, you didn't hit hit the heights you yeah. could have done. You have underachieved, especially when you Keith. Especially if you, are, you know, if you are literally from North America, as Keith mm. Lee is. That's the end all be all. But like, I saw the Keith Lee news and I was like, oh, well, good because mm, yeah. otherwise he was just going to circle the drain on the main roster for ages, that he'd have a series of hokey gimmicks after a series of hokey gimmicks. He might have a little run with this or a little run with that where you think, oh, he's making the best of what they're giving him, but what they're giving him isn't great still. And then eventually you wouldn't see him for six months on television and you'd hear that he'd been released. You're like, oh, well, that makes sense because they've barely used him. Like, at least it spared him, like, years of his physical prime having to try and, like, claw out something resembling cohesive uh, mm. professional wrestling was... Like Keith Lee, can you imagine Keith Lee in New Japan? Can you imagine Keith Lee in AEW? Can you imagine Keith Lee going absolutely anywhere with a bit of creative, like... And the thing is, Keith Lee doesn't even need creative freedom. It's not like we're talking about Bray Wyatt here where he has to be allowed to explore his crazy ideas. Just, like, 
Let him be a big guy. Yeah, who don't, does moonsaults. Don't like, just it, let him do the kind yeah. of wrestling that he loves to do. Don't put him in a T-shirt because you find him physically disgusting, Vince, right? Just let him be this huge, like... I mean, what's, what's the word I'm looking for here? Because Keith Lee is simultaneously a hoss, but also incredibly athletic. Yeah, like, 100% he's, like rewrote what it meant for a big man in wrestling. Yeah, absolutely. Like, yeah, exactly. the most athletic big man you could possibly imagine. But the problem is, Phil, you can't be athletic and be a big <laughs> man. Because when you're a big man in WWE, you just have to be a big man. But of course, to be a big man, you have to not be a fat, disgusting slob. You have to be like well-defined and jacked. Whereas... Keith Lee is like, like, like work out for Braun Strowman <laughs> or yeah. carrying cross. Yeah. Like Keith Lee is the most physically. We worked with him. He is the most physically impressive human being I have ever seen in a wrestling ring. What he can do, what he like, the way he moves, everything about him is incredible. But because he's not like one old man's idea of what a physical specimen should look like, then that's wrong. Yeah. Like, was it Andy or Nicholas did the problem with Keith Lee? No one wants to admit video where it's like he's fat. Let that hang. In the eyes of one man who doesn't know what it like, what what normal people actually look like. Yeah, it just it just came to me there. How many? There's been 18 NXT champions. How many aren't with WWE anymore? God, Rollins Ooh, is still there. Man. Uh, Cross, Lee, Alistair Black, Andrade. Drew's still there. Pack, Bo Dallas. I reckon three are still there. Big um, e. Adam Cole, obviously. Samo, Joe. Big E. Finn. <sighs> Biggie, Ballast Alaire is new, right? Yeah. Four, four Sami Zayn. Like four, it's like Kevin Owens. Nearly half have left, basically. <laughs> it's astonishing because, like, Carrion Cross as well was in the midst of being repackaged, Phil. Well, like, it was all they ruined him on the main <laughs> roster, obviously, but they were like stumbling around for something. And the fact that you were like, okay, it's really easy solution, this. Like, as much as people, you know, had mixed emotions about him in NXT after he came back from injury. It was a thing. Yeah. You just put him with his missus, with Scarlet, and you put them out there, and they were great together. And instead, yeah. they made him quang. Literally, the only thing I can think of with the carrier cross situation is Triple H kept on going to Vince, going, this guy's great, this guy's great, he's going to be a main event star, he's going to be a main event star. And then Vince was like, all right, then, let's see with your you and your ideas, and brought him up, packaged him like that, and he's like, see, he's crap, isn't he? Get rid of him. Get him out of here. Like, there's nothing else that would make any sense as to how they've presented this guy on the main roster, and then get rid of him because he's not living up to what their expectations were or whatever. It's, it does not make any sense. It's baffling. Ember Moon, Mia Yim. Ember Moon's a missed opportunity massively. Time and time again, it yeah, feels like. Yeah, was a time. Why, so, right, so why are we doing this? Why, why are we doing this again? Like, no, because we're sitting here going, oh, it's, it's disgraceful. Oh, it's a missed opportunity. I can't believe they've gone and done this. What are they? Like, why? Mm. Why are we not just sitting here? Well, that's 16 wrestlers who've got a better shot of forming a career for themselves than they did yesterday. Mm. Sorry, was it 18? 18. 18 wrestlers for whom now the future looks slightly rosier. With every one of these that pass, though, it gets a little bit worse for the people that get released. Because well, like, this year, yeah, 71 people. Like, the free agent pool is getting bigger, bigger and, and bigger, bigger and deeper bigger. and deeper. You'd like to think... Because let's not forget, like, we are all part of that golden generation of independent wrestling. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, 2017, 2016, and 2018, there were so many amazing promotions. There were so many places you could go and work, which is why WWE got so stuffed with talent. <laughs> because they tried, they weren't just trying to kill one promotion. They, were, they didn't have, like, a direct AEW-style competitor. Yeah, they realized to kill the rest of the industry. Yeah, they realized that the scene itself was its was the competition because there was enough exposure. Like, yeah, it might, it might not be any one individual promotion that's going to get two million 
TV and look viewers at all in. That was just based off how hot the exactly. indies were at that time. Exactly. But this combined scene of like hundreds of different promotions, all with dedicated smaller audiences, all with video on demand services. They had to go after every single one of them at the same had time. Choice. Yeah, they either, either bought them out, which again didn't work out particularly well for the ones they bought out, or they just bought out all their talent. And that led to them needing to set up NXT UK and you know talking about doing an NXT in Mexico, talking about doing an NXT mm. in Germany, talking about doing NXT in Japan, because they were like, well, we've got, we now have the the roster of ten promotions, <laughs> like comfortably. So you know they had to set up NXT, you know NXT mm. swole, it got bigger, NXT UK, the whole cruiserweight thing, two hundred five live, SmackDown needed its own separate roster, Raw needed its own separate roster. You know they were using people on Evolve shows and stuff like that. They were sending people to ICW shows, to Progress shows, like they literally grew to the size of about 10 different companies and now unable... To, now that that competition doesn't exist anymore, or at least it didn't about a year ago, mm. you know, that they're hoarding talent to stop nobody else using it. And now this is, the, this is the sort of cost of that. Well, we don't... They've put themselves in a position where they're only competing against one other company now. So they only need to be the size of two, <laughs> you know what I mean, to try and kill them, but they're the size of 10. So they've got to, they've got to reduce the size of the company by eight wrestling companies. <laughs> So what you're saying is... What I'm saying is... If they, no, no, what I'm saying is... What I'm saying is... You put that face away for a start. What I'm saying is, <laughs> if WWE is reducing its size by a scale of about eight wrestling companies, then hopefully two, three, maybe four really cool indies will pick themselves back up. And they'd have to be really going against the grain. They're really, you know, fighting back. Being really, I don't know, Phil, defiant. Maybe, yeah. Bosses, you listening? Reunion show, anyone? Look, I know, look, I know, I know. You both look up to me as like a. a You've got the more direct line to them yeah. than we do. Let's. Oh yeah, God, oh, God, I'm king in here, absolutely. <laughs> but, like, yeah, but uh, it's just those were long, those were long old days. I think, they were long I think old the three days. of us can only would agree right now. We would absolutely bring it back tomorrow, pr provided we were put in some kind of cozy managerial <laughs> position yeah, 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 and yeah. not having to run around doing <laughs> six like hours of I filming and to set everything else up yeah <laughs> yeah with enough lackeys absolutely i would bring it back tomorrow but if i've got to go do those like 14 16 hour days ever again then no i'm not those days where we're just falling asleep into our pints at the end of it all or the bit where we're there and you were probably out filming to be honest me and cleary there at the curtain in the london show going Oh, bloody hell. We've got we've got those 20 promos in the bag thank goodness we can just enjoy this final few shots of the uh that bloke's got a very realistic WCPW hardcore title <laughs> so far. Oh, bollocks, he's stolen it! Yeah, the days of me lying in a hotel bar on the floor, desperately asking someone to go get me some ibuprofen because I can't physically move my back. <laughs> yeah, like, good. Got, definitely got roast-tinted glasses. Yeah, good. Um, so, in all seriousness, where do you think some of these wrestlers are going to end up? I assume... WCPW. Apart from that. <laughs> Keith, Keith Lee, I mean, I spoke to Keith Sid Lee earlier. Like a no we were talking on the Rampage preview, and he listed off... You know, Keith Lee, uh, maybe Grandma Elite and uh, Lindsay Dorado do something with the Lucha Bros in AEW. Not many others outside of that, but I've got to think, you know, Frankie Wanae, Taya Valkyrie's got something to offer. So many different promotions. Yeah, like they definitely. really like make something at with at her. The very and least impact would 100% take her back in an instant, I reckon. Mm. Um, Ember Moon too she's definitely got something to offer someone somewhere but Keith Lee's like a no-brainer for AEW surely like he's has so much to offer and he's so different to everything else they have on there I would, just, I would just like to flag up here a change of heart I've had about a lot of things because right after the whole Danielson Punk Cole thing I said I think a couple of different times they should just ease up a bit on yeah. the new acquisitions. Anybody they're bringing in should probably feel like one of their guys and you know not somebody who's you know so linked to WWE and do you know what it is? 
I actually don't care anymore because every <laughs> single person they've brought in, even when you think that's enough now or that's quite excessive or this is going to start feeling like it's just some kind of knockoff like WWE style show, it never does. Mm. They repackage them sufficiently so you still they still feel like them and it still feels like they're righting wrongs from their previous job. But also, they do feel fresh, and they do feel reinvigorated, and they Bobby do feel Fish? like... Bobby yeah. Fish? Bobby I think Bobby Fish is the one that, like, yeah. convinced me. Because right, yeah. I was probably... I was sitting there going, why Bobby Fish? Like, I like Bobby Fish. Bobby Fish is a great wrestler. But, like, you don't need another guy, and you don't need another person who's come straight from WWE. This is, this is going to be the one that tips the scales. And I was like, oh... This is great. This is <laughs> yeah. just great. This is just really good. So now, they say, they say Vince for all I care, AEW, <laughs> and I think they make it work. I mean, Eva Maria, world-class pro wrestler. <laughs> uh, I, I genuinely think Eva Marie could. I know people would be Eva like, Marie in AEW would be hilarious. Money. The thing is, imagine if they like just suddenly unearthed that she was amazing at promos, or she was like <laughs> a great sort of like heel valet, and then while she did that for a year, they just trained her to be like so much better than she currently is. <laughs> I was I was at that WrestleMania where she did a head scissors takedown, or I was watching it on television. Either way, I felt like I was there. <laughs> she, she hadn't wrestled for months, and she was in a match and did a head scissors takedown, and the crowd went. <laughs> Nijax is an interesting one, Phil, isn't it? Because it's someone who carries a lot of issues with her in terms of in terms of you know the 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 problems she's had within WWE and. We'll also have to get onto another to- topic with her, I suppose. So I might as well talk about it now. I don't know I'm dancing well. around it. She was one of the few people named. There's meant to be a, a select few others in these reports that the justification behind their release was their desire to remain unvaccinated, which for all I've moaned and groaned and you know, effed and jeffed uh, about WWE, kind of support them yeah. when it comes That's to that. That's one of the ones where you were like, ah, oh, yeah, fair enough. Um, it's... One of those things, which especially in wrestling, like just being unvaccinated in general is a pretty selfish move, let's face it. Uh, and especially in wrestling when you're that close to people and constantly, and it's like that locker room so much relies on so terrible illness not ravaging straight the way through it. It makes absolutely no sense that you could just be out there and just be like, especially, this is fine, I'm not going to get back to it. Especially when your boss is a 112-year-old haunted yeah. tree as well. Like, that just seems really <laughs> irresponsible. thing is, this is like a weird territory for us to get into because you just know the kind of messages we're going to get about yeah. saying that being vaccinated against a deadly illness is a good thing. Oh, but like, I, uh, I haven't checked my Twitter since I mentioned it this morning on the I, news. Honestly, right, I said something about getting my booster jab the other day Uh-oh. right, on Twitter. I was somewhere I said it. And the messages I got were people were like, oh, you probably should be saying that because actually it's a choice for people to do this. And I was like, mate, I get the flu jab every year. I got my measles inoculation when I was a kid. You have no idea how unpolitical I find the idea of a doctor telling me to get immunized against <laughs> something. Like you attempting to make this some kind of like moral quest for your freedom, which are not being infringed in any way. What The vaccine is completely voluntary. You should take it. If you're not an idiot, but it is what nobody forces you to take it. You know what I mean? And people are like, uh, "My rights, my rights." I'm like, "What rights? Mm. What rights? What rights have been infringed upon?" If your employer says, "Well, actually, you have a pre- it's actually a pretty fairly physical contact environment we've got here," and, it, and we travel, quite and we a travel lot. quite a lot, we have to be all over the world, and we do have these responsibilities. So, yeah, we would appreciate everybody getting the vaccination. You go, "Yeah, but my rights, mate. You can't, you can't make me." Like, okay, well then, unfortunately, you can't work here. Yeah. Uh, my rights. Well, <laughs> you got a choice. Yeah. We're not forcing you. Your right is to not work here and yeah. be unvaccinated. I just, I, I was so like, 
was tweeting last night like, oh, you tweet it. I was saying like, oh, WWE on one hand says they make a quarter billion dollars in, in this quarter. And on the other hand, I said, we've got to release them because of the budget costs. What a promotion effort. All this. Huh? They're releasing vaccinated people. Hey, right. hang on, wait a second. I've, I've, got a, I've got a thing for this. Hey, 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 hey. You are right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 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 hey. My rights. <laughs> <laughs> I just, like, honestly, I know we'll get some, like, just weirdos <laughs> who are just the ones to... Have you noticed this? Like, cause the, as soon as, like, the whole, like, vaccine came out and you could see the rumbling starting to go for people who were like, what's a hoax? Where's a vaccine? Like, the desperation to just make something more interesting than it is. Like, do you not think that's what it is? Just like, it's actually quite, like, I know it was quite a weird period in human history to live with and a lot of bad things happened, but it was it's quite boring when you think about it. Yeah. It was just, just some germs that we couldn't deal with with our immune system. So we had and, to stay at home a lot. Yeah, and they were, we all sort of got it. And a lot of us a lot of us got it and weren't that bad, but some people got it and were quite bad. Like, every illness, pretty mm-hmm. much. Just this one was so contagious and it was so widespread and it was so new that it meant we all had to stay at home. It was really boring. <laughs> the whole thing is incredibly... 5G un- was better, wasn't it? Wasn't it? Like, yeah. you turn this on, people's heads will explode. Then what? It's an, this is the thing as well. Like the 5G one's a good point. Like, oh, well, the Earth is flat. Except every time we try to prove it when it turns out it's round. Fisheye lens, man. You got to see through the fisheye lens. And people are like, oh, the, the, the 5G's turned on, everyone's head's going to explode. How many times? How many times do these people just want to be like, well, it didn't happen. Mayan, not- Mayan calendar, was it? Was it like 2012? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah. How many times does it not have to not happen for these people <laughs> to go, oh, maybe I just shouldn't read random Facebook posts <laughs> and decide that the government's trying to put microchips in? Oh, look, no, no, there's on telly. When they put the 5G on people's head, tricks. oh, no, it's Mars attacks. I've, I've left Mars attacks <laughs> on. What, what film Mars Attacks is, by Mars the way? Mars Attacks is great film. Mars Attacks is great. Just, uh, just this, I can't, we know we're going to get some messages because we've said, oh, yes, yeah, yeah. Oh, probably, should, probably should get a vaccine if there's a disease going around. <laughs> like, I just cannot, cannot understand, like, what is missing from these people's lives that, like, they have, <laughs> they have to go, this incredibly boring thing that's happening, well, you're not going to believe what I think that makes it so much more interesting. And you know where the facts have come from? Facebook, <laughs> that old reliable source. Uh, we'll move on from these releases and talk about hopefully people leaving WWE on their own accord for, for a for a better place to be. And we'll talk uh, to the former Mister NXT Adam Cleary about Kyle O'Reilly. Big news report this week that his contract's going to run out in a few months. Do you think he'd work in AEW as well? I think absolutely. As I've said, I genuinely think absolutely anybody. Kyle O'Reilly's no brainer. Yeah. Like if you if you basically look at that sort of like. Um, if you can imagine that, yeah, Triple H watched the Battle of Los Angeles, got the stiffest erection of his adult life, and then decided, I am going to recreate this promotion under my own banner. Anybody, anybody who was in his thought process around then would be incredible in AEW. And Kyle O'Reilly, uh, yeah, is another one. Like, he'd be amazing over there. Like, uh, you could just put him oh, back. Oh, mates are there, too. You could just put him back with Bobby Fish and Adam Cole, and that'd be really yeah. interesting. Like, the, I do think the future of AEW is going to be faction-based. Because it's gonna, they're gonna have a, quite an engorged roster, and it's a good way to keep people. Or New Japan are fantastic at it. Like even if people haven't got a program, their faction has a program, so they're involved somehow. And people do like it's the thing Vince has gotten rid of. Like Vince hates tournaments, so we don't really get wrestling tournaments anymore. AW does very good tournaments, doing very good one at the minute. Vince, I think, thinks people hate factions and hates tag teams. Doesn't like any. Doesn't like people being anything other than a solo star. Whereas AW is like. Here's a really good tag division. Here are some really cool factions we're setting up. I think, yeah, if you can give everybody 
load of little friends to play with. Yeah. And it would be nice. And I think Kyle O'Reilly would fit in a menagerie of positions in that promotion. The biggest thing I can say about Kyle O'Reilly in AEW is Kyle O'Reilly versus Brian Danielson. And like that sells it to me in an instant because that match would be absolutely incredible and something we've never seen before. I think, by the way, that will in time prove to be the main reason, the main advantage of hiring Danielson, you know, because... All of a sudden, every single person who could go into that company. Because think about how underused he was on the main roster. Like, they put him against, like, The Miz for ages. They put him against, like, proper lifer WWE types. Kofi, The Miz, like, all this stuff. Roman, right? There's so many people, even in that company, who he did not have a program with. And who he would be desperate to wrestle. He would be amazing to wrestle. I mean, they only did that one. They did Hit versus Cold during that Survivor Series, didn't they? Not a program. Not yeah, a series that was just, of matches. Just because of the Saudi Arabia. Just a random, <laughs> a, a random <laughs> panicked one-off match. Like, there's so many people. Danielson, yeah. unarguably, in my opinion, the greatest wrestler of the 21st century. Yeah. I don't mind saying that, right? Has not worked with. Who he's literally been in the same company as and not worked And his one thing in the world right now is I want to wrestle people I've never wrestled before yep. and get his, like, dream list done. Not you. And who's he, who's he, who's he fighting next weekend? Rusev, Miro. Exactly. In a that's match I a, genuinely can't that's call. That's a great example. Yeah. You can't believe you haven't seen Brian uh, Danielson. I keep calling him Brianson. <laughs> yeah. Brianson. You can't believe you've not seen him and him and Miro. That's the thing now with AEW as well. Like, with Punk there, like, Punk and Brian, like, are going to be two guys that this entire generation that is now coming up through AEW and, like, the young guys there. They haven't seen. Idolised when they were growing up watching wrestling. Like, they will have been watching their, their Ring of Honor mm. runs going, oh, my God, these guys are amazing. This is the kind of wrestler I want to be. And now they're actually in a promotion with both of them, and you can make all these dream matches come true. The thing as well, if you're a fan, right, let's say you're a young fan, so you're early 20s, right? The, you know, the, the exact demographic AEW wants to call, right? What are your, what are your memories of Daniel Bryan? They're not great. You know what I mean? He was out for ages and ages and ages. Yeah, came yeah. back as a GM. Not yeah. oh, He was all right. He did all right. Came back, had a long feud with Miz. It was all right. And he did that thing with Kofi. He was the Planets champion, which was entertaining, but wasn't exactly putting him over as one of the best wrestlers in the world. Great. You know, he didn't have a sensation. I mean, he had his best matches that he could have with people. But he yeah, didn't have oh, was, yeah. yeah. Every good. single time we he went out there, he had the best match he could in knew, a WWE environment. People yeah. who knew who he was and people who knew what he was up against were like, that is some outstanding work he's doing there. Fair play. But you weren't sitting there going, well, Daniel Bryan set the world on fire again with another five-star TV classic. Yeah, you weren't yeah. saying that. Your memories are of that WrestleMania 30, if you're even old enough to remember it properly, because it's, what, like seven, eight years ago now? Like, you'd be early teens, right? You probably don't appreciate quite what a triumph that was. It was just another WrestleMania main event. Then very little. And I hope people don't, like, pull me up with this and say I'm <laughs> doing certain matches to service. Obviously, I am. But, like, over the course of eight-odd years, it's not been, like, it, it's, it's not the body of work that he could have almost certainly produced had he been given the creative freedom to sort of pick his own feuds and book yeah. his own matches. Now, though, like, sky's the limit for him. And he's quite well-rested, I would say, as well. Like for, <laughs> yeah. for a guy who goes as hard as he does at that age, he has had, because, you know, of potential debilitating neck injuries, <laughs> like, has had a decent enough little rest. Punk as well. What are your memories of Punk if you're in your early 20s? Virtually nothing mm. whatsoever. Yeah. He was, he's not just that sort of, that, that period of Brian's career where he was, like, not doing everything he could have done. Punk was doing nothing. Like, it wasn't even just like he was being underused on television. He wasn't there. Like, he left that Getting his head kicked in in UFC is what he was doing. (laughs) Exactly. And the stuff they're going to be able to put on, like, this is an entire brand new set of, like, it's it's like an entire new career for the pair Mm. of them. Except the only difference is we know what they're capable of. We know what they're going to do. 
Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Before we go any further, though, this podcast is brought to you by Rocket Money. Do you ever feel like money is just flying out of your account and you've got no idea where it's going? Well, it's all those subscriptions. I mean, think about it. Between streaming services, fitness apps, delivery services, it is endless. I'm guilty of this, so I used Rocket Money to help me find out what subscriptions I'm actually spending money on, and it was more shocking than a wrestling betrayal. You see, Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over $500 million in cancelled subscriptions. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash wrestling. That's rocketmoney.com slash wrestling. Rocketmoney.com slash wrestling. It is amazing to think uh, the end of last year, if you'd have turned around after War Games, for example, and said, who do you think is going to be in the worst position out of the Undisputed Era? I think many people would have said Kyle O'Reilly. Like, he'd been involved in title stuff. Yeah. He'd, you know, they'd had the Undisputed Era. That was clearly fractious and breaking up, and there's a Pat McAfee stuff. And you're looking at it going, oh, probably, it's probably going to be Bobby Fish who's worse off. And yet you've got Cole and Fish doing great great guns in, in AEW. Roddy Strong, yes, he's stuck in WWE, but at least he's cruiserweight champion and they're, they're booking him to beat people like Odyssey Jones, even if it's through shenanigans. Poor Kyle O'Reilly's doing 12 ounce curls with Van Wagner and losing tag matches. Yeah, there's not a universe where he fits in with NXT 2.0 at all. Like, there is... Absolutely nothing left for him in WWE. And off what very good point that Adam Cleary made. Thank you, yes. Will Daniel Bryan ever return to WWE? Because <laughs> that was the talk as well this week of saying, oh, the door's always open. And, and like, I'm, Brian's such sure a nice, Brian's such a nice guy. That he obviously hasn't burnt any bridges. Yeah. All well, the world, world word of him leaving is that they've done it in a very amicable fashion. Like even to the point of like him not doing the yes chance or anything like that, because like he's, is it their intellectual property? Like, it's pretty much guaranteed not. But, like, he's leaving it there as yes. his WWE legacy, yeah. and that's his thing, because it's theirs, and, like, he's he was very, very respectfully left that company. And I think... Is this one of those never-say-never things, or just never for you? I don't know. I could see it happening at some point a couple of years down the line. Once he's gone out Is and this he's done his all, art wrestling... Awkward, awkward 
Thanksgiving dinners with Laurinaitis are just going <laughs> to grind him down. Like, I think once he's done his art wrestling, he's done all, he's wrestled all of the people around the world that he wants to wrestle. He's wrestled his Okadas, he's wrestled uh, everyone else. His Minoru Suzuki's was like the start of it kind of mm-hmm. thing. Uh, he's like faced all these new, young, up and coming talent. Like, he, once he's gone through everything in AEW and New Japan, I could see a world where he just returns for one more run, maybe rumble to WrestleMania and like goes out on a grand stage or something. I'll I'll go one further than that. I would be astonished if Daniel Bryan is never back in WWE. Mm. Like his stock between now and whenever that is, is going to go up and up and up and up. There's going to be periods where he's AEW's top guy. He will leave AEW. I've no doubt whatsoever. He will yeah. go. I would. That guy desperately wants to do a New Japan run. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. He wants Absolutely. to go everywhere and do. He everything. will main event Wrestle Kingdom. Like, yeah. it's just a given. Easy. <laughs> And when he's doing that, like you say, because there is, like, people look at, like, your Nakamura thing, always the, the greatest example, or your Ballas, for example. People forget, sort of, the age they are. And they are there. They are so happy. They are so happy in WWE. And people go, oh, I'd love one of those two to be in AEW. It's like, why? Their body of work does not need anything added to it. Mm. They have already, Shinsuke like, is living his best life yeah. on the beaches, on his surfboard. He t- Shinsuke well, like, I put a pumpkin paycheck. on my forehead last week. Yeah, <laughs> well, sweet. Whatever. Whatever. He, turn, he turns up, gets the easiest ride in the world, get, gets paid a mint, gets to mess around with loads of his friends and do what and he wants. And hang out with Rick. With <laughs> like, he's happy with that. Brian will have that phase of his career as well. He will set new standards. Yeah. He will raise the bar in AEW. He will go all around the world. And it's like a second time. And like yeah, yeah. And his, and his it'll stock. be the, like the point where he's, like, it's, his kids are old enough to see him in a main event at WrestleMania or something like yeah. that as well. It will get to the point where he'll be Brock. He will eventually be Brock. They will bring Brian in every now and then when they want to do a huge program because that's the star power he'll have. And I just possibly by that point, someone will be running WWE who appreciates that. <laughs> Well, I don't, I don't want to. I don't want to allude to anything like overly morbid or appear to be reveling in that concept. But like, Brian's got another good ten years in him. I think possibly mm. fifteen, depending on how he manages his body. Like the guy will be able to go and go and go up to a ripe old age. And what reason would you not have him back in WWE if he wants to come for a short stint? It's printing money for them. Mm. His reputation, the level it's going to be at in a couple of years, it would just print money. And honestly. You're gonna laugh. I think it's the same with Punk. I think I think the ultimate forbidden door for AEW is not what promotions they end up working with or the little interconnective storylines they have with like your your impacts and your New Japan's or your whoever's. I think the ultimate forbidden door is people feeling free enough to go to any company in the world to do stories, to do feuds, to do short runs, to, to do special occasions. Independent contractors. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. But like including WWE. I think that's the, that is ultimately the forbidden door. To go there and come back. Jarrett has been the closest, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Getting to go and mess around in New Japan for a bit, then go back to WWE. like Then go to AEW and then come back for the Stone Cold podcast. I know it wasn't quite like a wrestling run in WWE, but that's the closest anyone still on the books. to come still back. Still on the books. Yeah. Incredible. Uh, well, let us know your thoughts on everything we've discussed on Twitter. At what culture? Not everything. I don't, I'm actually, I cannot well, stress, I cannot stress enough. Not the backstage. I cannot stress enough. <laughs> I cannot stress enough. Like I was saying before, how unpolitical it is. Like, I, nobody cares. Like, all I, if you, if you feel the need to get something off your chest with the three of us, because you've listened to a wrestling podcast and gone, these guys think that science exists. Like, I cannot <laughs> even begin to tell you how uninterested the three of us are in that all we will do is feel sorry for you would you say if someone wanted to tweet you about that you'd say to them no dear that's wrong yes <laughs> but this is the thing i wouldn't even say it you'll not get no. a, you'll not get a reply you will just genuinely go look at this and feel genuinely quite sorry for you that's it that's it that's it 
tell us we're great. Tell us we're great, and I like that. But <laughs> well, anyway, enough. Someone, if someone's really clever, someone's really clever, they'll send us a nice message, but coded within it, it'll be like some anti-vax conspiracy. <laughs> and, we, and that's and we'll miss it, and we'll think it's a compliment and like it and say thanks, man. And that that's how that's the only way they can it's win. Like when they get celebrities to shout out like horrible people, they'll be like, hey, hey guys, me and my friend QAnon love listening to wrestle culture every week. Hey man, could you give my friend? I can't think. I don't even know. <laughs> I don't even. Listen, I'm so out of touch with all this. I don't even know who a popular anti-vax figure is. Could you give my friend Naya Jax Ryback a shout out? Like, <laughs> well, anyway, uh, wait. Is, but, is uh, you probably have to cut this bit. Is Ryback anti-vax? I don't know. I have no idea. I have no idea at all. Sorry if you. Sorry, if you, Ryback. Yeah, sorry, Ryback. If you are, I, mm-hmm. I, that was terrible. That's on me. That for assuming that. Well, anyway, cut that out. Okay, if I remember. I'll try. I'll remind you. How will we edit this in? Okay. Enough of all this. It's now time for a... Good quiz. Uh, just before we get going, oh. you're perfectly safe to leave all that Ryback stuff in because he is 100% anti <laughs> <laughs> Oh, see another fan of the channel. <laughs> well, anyway, this week's quiz, which is trying to celebrate hey, all hey, the... Hey, before you go, remember that time commented on one of the videos and we searched to see if he commented on any other videos and there was like hundreds of other comments yeah. he put on video. Remember that time he DM'd us and then he blocked us so we couldn't reply. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, this week's quiz, uh, if you want to get your name associated or you want to uh, just, do things... Just, 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 just going to keep, keep this going. I, I once I once got a, I once had a quiet word with and the quiet word was just, please stop winding them up. <laughs> <laughs> well, this week's quiz is actually brought to you by our good friend Haley, aka Haley from Quarantine, aka Gifted Pink on Twitter, who sent us a whole load of goodies. I, I will get back to reading out the the, the reviews on on iTunes. Leave us a five star review. My yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> can, there is a queue. There is a queue to get read out of reviews, but you can skip the queue with confection. Mm. Yeah, especially so, these. These are really good. I am into these biscuits. Haley writes, "Hello, what culture? <laughs> <laughs> Please enjoy this snack box from Canada." Crisp and chocolate for the whole office to try. Thanks for being legends. And she sent us these. Hang on. Maple leaf. Wait, is that just maple leaf in French, Phil? Fuel de... Fuel de rable. Yeah. Cookie biscuits. They're really good. Cookie biscuits. What is that, Phil? On this side of the pack. (laughs) So I think fuel de rable Mm -hmm. is maple leaf in French. There you go. This side says... Educational, this podcast. Who knew? <laughs> this side says nutrition facts. And this side says... Voyeur nutritive. Où est la piscine? Dans le supermarché. La bibliothèque est sur la table. I've got another one. Oh, je joue au foot. Tenez à droite. Gentlemen, so thank you to Haley for these. And uh, yeah, look at that. We addressed a country without offending them. That's got to be a first. <laughs> Je suis désolé. <laughs> <laughs> right, so this is a question. Uh, was there a French restaurant last night? Mm, was it nice? Yeah. Was it très bon? Très bon? Très bon? Um, Sounded like a separate joke, doesn't it? I was at a French restaurant last night. Uh, no, yeah. Uh, L'addition? Is that the, the bill in French? Bill, yeah. Yeah? Just ask for the bill. 
<laughs> Oi. Le Bill. <laughs> Ten questions uh, centering around these uh, release wrestlers. As we've uh, said throughout for this coverage of this, uh, please do, do go and support them. Go and buy their merch. Go and see them when they're, they're back out on the indies because they, they, they've had a horrible time of it recently with, with WWE. But yes, ten questions. Multiple choice. Shani, I wait for me to come to you. And remember, it's just for fun because there's bloody loads of these biscuits. Yeah, they're delicious. Yeah. Really yeah. good. Um, really, really good. Big fan. Uh, maybe, there may be a question here that we've covered already. You ready? Question number one. <laughs> how, many re- how many wrestlers have WWE released in 2021? Philippe. <laughs> Phil. Uh, I'm not going to try and remember how to say 71 in we, French. Oh, I was going to... Can I just say, I got thrown a little bit there, because obviously we've just done, as, as you know in the movie Gladiator, where Commodus kills his father and then dies to distract the people by having 100 days of games, mm-hmm. we here at What Culture have just completed two weeks <laughs> of <laughs> filming non-stop quiz content. I, when you asked, I knew the answer to that, and I immediately looked for my buzzer. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? How do, I, how do I signal that I want to answer this? I don't think that was fair. Okay, well, <laughs> this is very fair, this next one, especially because it's you two on the pod today. Uh, question number two. Who eliminated Keith Lee from the WCPW Pro Wrestling World, World Cup? Ooh. Was it? Adam Ricochet. Cut. Oh, why do I keep going to say See, I'm so bloody confused now. Yay! Was there? <laughs> yes. <laughs> the options were going to be Cody Rhodes, who, of course, he replaced mm-hmm. Keith Lee. Jay Lethal, who made it through uh, on the other side of the bracket, and James Storm, who Keith Lee defeated in the first round, yeah, I remember as that. you remember. I remember that. Uh, okay, question number three. Keith Lee Ricochet was amazing. I Such still good amazing match. have that burnt into my memory of when he just went, up you go, and yeah. he nearly left Maybe. Manchester. That powerbomb was that, amazing. The bounce that he got on is, Ricochet from is, it. Is that completely free to watch on YouTube, I believe? I believe it so, yeah. should be the whole right, the whole pro wrestling exactly. the whole pro wrestling world cup is free to watch on YouTube. You know what it is? I sit there sometimes thinking about the the amount of content that you know. It's no there's no paywalls. You know we are advertiser funded, yeah. right? And I often sometimes sometimes feel in my darkest moments I get genuinely annoyed that people get this much of us for free. Like <laughs> I, I think we're really good. I think everything should be paid for, in my opinion, right? But that's not the business model. Yeah. No, it's an above my pay grade to make that decision. But then I remember like. All the wrestling matches, not just us talking about wrestling, not just like you doing the news or Sidgwick doing a Sidgwick, right? There's actually <laughs> some of the greatest wrestling ever recorded yep. is available for free on YouTube that we produced yeah, and paid for, and you can have for now. It's just there. Will Ospreay's dream match against Rey Mysterio for free on YouTube. There are genuine. Is that Milton Keynes? Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't remember where we did it. How many views do you reckon Ricochet Keith Lee's got on YouTube? 100,000. I'm going to say over a million. 1.3 million views. I'm sorry, every single one of those people should have paid us a quid. (laughs) (laughs) Venmo is the money now. You know what I mean? If I say, oh, here's Keith Lee Ricochet. It never happens, really. It's a pound to watch it. You haven't got, not, eight, like, not like a set amount of money a month to like sign up for some on-demand, save some promotion you're probably not going to be interested in afterwards. This match is a quid. Off you go. Do you want it? I reckon of those million of those one point two million, I reckon one point two million people would pay uh, that. Absolutely. Uh, right, question number three, one point each. God, I should be so rich, mate. <laughs> what? Jesus. What was Mia Yim's name in Philippe? <laughs> um Reckoning. Yay! Yay! Sorry, really it was a retribution question and you didn't do a you did a serious answer rather than a banter answer. <laughs> oh, you really annoyed me there. Love eggs. The options no, were going to be. Oh, here we go. Reckoning. 
Retaliation, which was Mercedes Martinez, if yeah. you remember. Revenge Ooh. or delay repay. <laughs> that was going to be the other option. <laughs> Very tired. <laughs> Question four. Who did Carrion Cross once tag with? Oh, I just got that. Carrion Cross. Carrion Cross. <laughs> like, late. like Jesus. <laughs> I get that. Carrion. How did I not get? I th- all I heard was because ca- you know Carrion's a term for like blood and gore. Yes. I just thought like Carrion, blood and gore, cross. Ur, I'm angry. Carrion Cross. What's he doing over there? Jesus. This is you know me. just incredible. Is like a name, and he's just. Incredible. I would. I was about to take the piss, and then Sorry. I remembered how old I was when I went Paul Bearer. Paul what? Bearer. <laughs> like honestly, far um, too I don't late. Mind, I don't one. mind admitting this. When Just Incredible first burst on the scene, I thought of all the words you could use to describe yourself, credible. It's a bit, <laughs> it's a bit middle of the road, isn't it? Like Just Incredible. Like he probably deserves to be in this match. <laughs> Right. And do you know, do you, it, was, it was a business studies uh, A-level class where we were doing about just-in-time, right? Which was like a business <laughs> yeah, strategy yeah, yeah. just to get the stock in as and when you need it. And the teacher illustrated it by having just-in-Timberlake, but he changed it to just-in-Timberlake, and I went, just-in-time. <laughs> just-incredible. Oh, my God. He's <laughs> just-incredible. Not just-incredible. <laughs> Question four. Why did, uh, sorry. Who did Carrion Cross once tag with on Raw in a match against the Ascension? Was it? What? Yeah. Was it Titus O'Neil, Darren Young, Akira Tozawa, or Corey Graves? Adam, Corey Graves. No, dear, that's wrong. Uh, What? This never happened. This never happened. What were the the options? Titus, Darren Young, Akira Tozawa, Corey Graves. He tagged with them. You put Titus in just because you're Wilbon. And then you put Darren Young in because Cause it's cause yeah. got tight. So it's yeah, Kira Tazawa. Good logic. <laughs> no, dear. Ah, I got both of you. It was Darren Young. It was Darren Young. Uh, and guess who interfered in the match? Titus. Titus. Uh, <laughs> why did this happen? Uh, it was one of the, I think it was one of those, like, I think Darren Young was on the roster and they were just like, yeah, just put him with some guy and then he can get battered Because I thought, the that's what I thought. Like, surely they were on the roster when the Ascension were going around. Yeah. I don't think Karrion, I think Karrion Cross was Karrion just, Cross just, kind of, there, yeah. just there and with hair in the photo that I saw. Uh, right, still 2-1 to Phil. Question number five. How quickly did Keith Lee beat Randy Orton at Payback 2020? Was it four minutes and 40 seconds, five minutes and 40 seconds, six minutes and 40 seconds, oh. or seven minutes and 40 seconds? Off you go, Phil. <laughs> oh, I'm going to go for the four minutes one. Why not? No, dear, that's wrong. I'm going to go 45 minutes. <laughs> no, dear, oh. that's wrong. Six minutes. Six. Oh, wow. Okay, halfway through. Phil leads 2-1. Uh, okay, interesting on this. Who out of the female released wrestlers yesterday did Nia Jax once squash on an episode of Monday Night Raw? Is it Katrina Cortez, Scarlett, Jesse Camille, or Zayda Ramirez? I don't know. <laughs> All feasible, then. Um, I was really hoping you are going to say Isla Dawn, then. Philippe. Why not? Uh, can I have them again? <laughs> uh, yeah. C- C- Katrina R- Cortez. Repete. Repete. Uh, Scarlett. Katrina Cortez. Katrina Cortez. No, dear. Ah, that's wrong. I'm going to get Scarlett. I think I'd remember um, Scarlett. What's the other two? Uh, Jesse Camille that or Zayda Ramirez. That one. Jesse Camille. No, dear. Oh. That's wrong. You want to do two C's in a row? Come on, now. Scarlet. Is it? Scarlet. Batter, yeah. Is it? Like a minute. I don't remember that. Well. Uh, Okay. Question seven. 
Which of these is not a name that only Lorcan has wrestled under? <laughs> is it the Carolina Panther, the Jester, Biff Busick, or Vortex? <laughs> Three of those he's fought under. One of those you made up. No, one of those I've just stolen from a different wrestler. Oh. Philippe. Can I have them again? Uh, the Carol- <laughs> what is this? <laughs> the Carolina Panther, the Jester, Biff Busick, or Vortex? I see him with a little Jester hat on. Mm. It looks right in my head. Biff Busick, d- definitely. I'm going to go with the last one, Vortex. I Vortex. I was going to go Vortex. No, dear, ah. that's wrong. What we got? Carolina Panther, the Jester, or Biff Busick? The Jester. Yeah. Yeah. Do you image looks so right. Do you know what? I lied. I couldn't see him in a jester hat. I <laughs> thought you were insane when you said that. Uh, it was, I think, Roddy Strong who was wrestling as the jester very early on go. in his career. Uh, two each, three questions to go, all to play for. Question eight: Frankie Manet or Taya Valkyrie studied what growing up? Was it the blade? <laughs> <laughs> ballet. Bill ballet. I had that in my head before we started, so. Yay! It's good. It's good decisive answering that. Researched Egyptology and criminology for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Question. No offense, mate, but so did everybody who studied Egyptology and criminology. <laughs> uh, okay, question We've nine. We've discovered Egypt. What are you on about? We know what's there. What are you doing? What? Grow up. What <laughs> is Ember Moon's D&D character? Oh, I know Ooh. this. I know this. Is it a Goliath Barbarian? A dwarf sorcerer, a half dragon monk, or a lizard folk wizard? I thought she had tusks. Oh, she had tusks. Bill, a dwarf sorcerer. No, dear, uh, that's wrong. Tusks, I think. Say it again. Uh, Goliath barbarian, dwarf that sorcerer. The Goliath barbarian. No, oh. dear, that's wrong. You're thinking, of course, of Titus Thunderbastard Caligavi from the brilliant Dice with Death podcast. Am I allowed to throw that here? Yeah, I'm just going to eat my biscuits while okay. you're <laughs> uh, It was a half-dragon elemental uh, monk. Mm. Okay, I think, mm. I think is Cleary winning? No, no, Phil is one up, I think. Yeah, 3-2, I think. No, oh, I okay. Final question. I like this one because it's going to tell you a lot. Question 10. Who wrote... Ten things you didn't know about Eva Marie <laughs> this, this year. What? This, this year. year. Did we do it again? I think when she re-signed, we did. Oh. For whatculture.com. Jesus. Was it Jamie Kennedy, <laughs> Andrew Pollard, Andy Murray, or Gareth Morgan? Let me Bill. see. I mean, I, before you guess. The thing is, I was really hoping... You'd say Sidgwick, because Sidgwick is a titty guy. <laughs> Sidgwick's a t- titty guy. It was, as I tell a lie, it was from October 27th, 2020. Uh, do you want to know the number one fact you didn't know? Go on then. She's only had 34 TV matches. There you go. Phil. G- giving it away for free again. I don't believe it. Right, go, on, <laughs> go on, Phil. Have a I'm going to go Gareth. Oh, I was going to say that Gareth. seems like one. I was going to say Gareth. The boss would shove on Gareth. Yeah, that does seem like <laughs> Gareth would just get that. No questions asked. I'm going. I'm going Andy if it's not though. No, dear. Oh. That's wrong. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Andy then. I'm gonna say Andy Murray. No, dear. No! That's wrong. Oh, is it Pollard? It, it is gonna, Andrew Pollard. Oh. Between Gareth and Pollard. Oh, look at the cover image he used. <laughs> look at you, Andrew Pollard. 
It was between them two in my head. Just seems like a Gareth list. <laughs> <laughs> Who did, did we redo the voiceover? Uh, I think is the is the original ten things you didn't know about of things WWE wants you to forget about even Marie. Is that not our most watched video ever? Yeah, quite possibly. Like yeah. seventeen Ridiculous. million. Yeah, fucking perverts. <laughs> <laughs> just like all, all watch that repeatedly. For so free, straight for after free. That. And then the next most watched is uh, moments that made you cry. So it's <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what it's like, Phil. When you finish, you do have that like emotional <laughs> yeah. moment for about twenty minutes, don't you? Right after you finished, you get a bit. You get don't you get a bit needy, don't you? I do. I get really needy, mate. So congratulations to Phil Chambers <laughs> cool. on winning this week's quiz. I don't. Cry, I just want. I don't cry. I'm not. Uh, I'm not crying. Nothing uh, wrong. There's nothing wrong with crimaxing, but I'm not. <laughs> it's not for me. You get to eat all the rest of these biscuits from I'm the lovely. That. Hayley from Quarantine, thank you to Gifted Pink for that. And if you want to uh, have your name associated with a hashtag bloody good quiz, or you need to subscribe to What Culture Wrestling on iTunes and leave us and a send us some biscuits, biscuits. <laughs> or leave us a five star review. So this is Wrestle Culture done for the week. Uh, busy old week. You can still check out our SmackDown preview and our Rampage preview and a big old get the table with myself and the Dadly Boys talking all about these WWE releases. Please do go and support your favorite wrestlers in this time of need of theirs because... WWE are catalyst bastards and they only care about the bottom line so go and support them because they need all the help they can get if you uh, want to talk to us on Twitter or slash get ignored you can follow Phil Chambers at Phil My Chambers you can follow Adam Cleary at at Adam Cleary C-L-E-R-Y and, and you follow Adam Wilborn at you can follow me apologies at Adam Wilborn follow us all at What Culture WWE and make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling wherever you get your podcasts from for daily wrestling podcasts this has been Wrestle Culture my thanks to Phil Clear to you for joining us, and we will see you soon. Wrestle Culture is recorded in front of a live studio audience. Wrestling! Do you love anime, gaming, movies, and discovering how your favorite pop culture affects everything you do? Then join us on Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. Every week you can listen in while we break down the latest pop culture news and dish on what new releases we can't get enough of. Whether you love movies, I'm going to tell you all about the uh, hopeful 4K re-release of Tron Legacy that happens. (laughs) (laughs) I'm right there with you. Or music. The music in this show is absolutely incredible. Or anime. And under this mask is... Another mask. <laughs> you can discover your new favorites right here on The Anime Effect. Listen every Friday wherever you get your podcast, and watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or on the Crunchyroll YouTube channel. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.